everyone welcome back to another episode of the Cervantes podcast joining me today for a discussion about achieving peace of mind perception versus reality meditation and ASMR is youtuber ASMR enthusiast crochet artist influencer mom to Joanna and my cousin Ariana Malagon how are you doing cuzzo I'm doing good I'm chilling you're in the vibes (laughs) so I wanted to ask you first what brings you peace of mind nowadays um honestly centering myself and realizing that I have control of my own life that essentially brings me peace of mind in my life you know um knowing that I have the choice to create my own destiny like that instills peace into my soul (laughs) I think it's important to note that like peace of mind it's not um you know we're imperfect beings and we're never totally gonna be like always at peace and we're not always gonna be happy and be super calm and zen like some people you know, like to be and try, uh, try to promote. Um, but I think it's important to like find things that bring you peace of mind. You yes, know, like- exactly. For me, I would say like a lot of the things that I plan on being successful for are things that bring me peace. You know what I mean? Like um, since high school, I've been worried about my brows. Like I went through so many different brow phases in my high school because I was over here in search of the perfect like brow for my face or whatever. So it's like, I already enjoy brows. So I figured why not make a career out of it and do microblading you know what I mean I'm not really big on lashes like I don't really do makeup like that but I know that it'll make someone else's life that does wear makeup a lot a lot easier to know like their eyebrows is one less thing they have to worry about especially if they get them microbladed because it's semi-permanent ink you know what I mean yes and then with the lashes as well like instead of gluing on at lashes every freaking day you know you have the time to like do something else because you have extensions or whatever the case may be and then like with my crochet um when i got pregnant is when i actually picked it up i used to um knit but then i let it go because i wasn't really passionate about that and i was a little scared to get um started on crochet because in crochet jacob get out get out you wanted to go upstairs go upstairs because i need to so anyway (laughs) so sorry um yeah so it's like uh i picked it up for pregnancy reasons because i couldn't fall asleep a lot of the time and then i was nervous to try it because it was like crochet is two needles and i mean crochet is one needle and um knitting is two so i figured like how the hell is crochet faster if there's only one needle use but then when I tried it I was like fuck it I'm gonna try it like don't knock it till you try it and goodbye I fell in love like make my period and then um with my Reiki you know I had a lot of depression and anxiety growing up and stuff and you know for me religion just wasn't enough at least you know for me at least and I was searching for something more And with the things that I was searching, you know, I found spirituality and I found like meditation and all of those things. And they are essentially all of those things will bring me peace. So why would you not want to pursue something in your life, like a career or anything? 
and not think of, hmm, does this bring me happiness? Does this bring me peace? You know what I mean? You don't want to do something for the rest of your life that you don't enjoy. You know, as I feel like as long as you're chasing something you care about and you like to do, not only do you not feel like you're working, but you're progressing in something that you'll feel more accomplished for because it's something you actually care about. Yes, I completely agree because I think sometimes people are like, they have these jobs or careers where they're good at it, but they're not, and they're getting paid a lot of money for it, but they don't like it and it doesn't bring them peace. So it's exactly. like, kind of like, yes, I'm making money and yes, I can provide for myself, but like, am I happy or am I, am I happy? Happiness is a mood, not a destination, but it's like, am I, am I at peace with this job? Can I sleep at night doing what I'm doing what I'm currently doing. And I think also like what you said, you're doing, you find multiple things that bring you peace of mind. It's not just one thing. Cause I think sometimes mm -hmm. that thing could get old. We grow, sometimes we like things for two to three years and then we switch, you know, like we're, we're constantly growing as people. So it's okay for our interests and to our change as well. to change. Right. Yeah. Like for me, um, I had a, problem for the longest growing up like figuring out what that thing was because I was very um distracted in high school I was worried about boys worried about the wrong shit you know worried about relationships that didn't even fucking matter like not even one bit and it's like instead of worrying about boys you should have worried about creating relationships with people you know like figuring out yourself what you want to do and stuff like that and because I wasn't doing that in high school it's like I was kind of forcing myself to do that now and in high school is when I found spirituality and I feel like because I found that first it was way easier for me to find what I actually cared about and loved doing because I was like tying spirituality into it you know what I mean like this brings me peace this brings this centers me this makes me feel good and it's like once I finish a project doing something like my crochet projects is like I feel like that bitch you know what I mean like period Right. And it also, I think, falls under the umbrella of like self-care. People love yeah. to throw that word around. And sometimes I'm guilty of it too. You know, it's more than just a face mask. Yeah. It's more than just, you know, quotes, quotes on Instagram that you like and whatever. It's, you know, it's it's living by it. It's living by it. And it's not always pretty. Sometimes no. it's you know difficult to, yeah. you know, take a look into look into yourself and try and figure out, you know, like what what serves me what doesn't serve me yeah that's not, that's not easy especially for us right now like we're in that transition like not kids anymore but like we're adults but we're not grown so figuring out navigating that it's it's a tough time right now whether you're in college not in college like we're for me I feel like it's a common misconception, especially when you go on social media. A lot of people our age are doing a lot of things. They're doing their thing. They're making a lot of money and you see all this shit. They're going to parties and all that shit, whatever the case may be. And it kind of puts a lot of pressure on you. Like you put a lot of pressure on you because it's like, damn, they're my age. They're doing this. Like, what's my excuse? But it's like, you also have to realize, let alone, let alone if it's a life journey or a spiritual journey, like, your time comes when you're ready and they might've been ready. And that doesn't mean you're ready. You know what I mean? We get caught up a lot in like, Oh, if they have it, I should have it. First of all, they're not you. 
you know, they, I don't think you should even want to be like them in your case, because it's like, you have to, you haven't figured out what even makes you special. And you think that you are ready enough to get these blessings, like have all this money and all of that shit. Like, have you even done the internal work to even get to that spot? No, you have not. So it's like, you have to really look inward in order to receive the blessings outward. You know what I mean? Right. And people need to realize for that, you're going to break a lot of walls that you thought were there and you're going to make yourself really uncomfortable and you're going to feel super shitty and they're going to be like spiritual awakening and like life journeying is not perfect. And it's not, it's never done. Healing is never done. None of those no. things are ever done. You're constantly learning. You're constantly healing. And it's like you, once you understand the fact that there is a reason why it has to get worse before it gets better and you accept that, I feel like things actually start looking up. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And I think like you, nothing good comes easy. And even for me, like, it's hard to, I hear that. I'm like, but I just want to succeed right now. Like, like, let me just fast forward to the part where, you know, I'm successful and like, I have a six pack and like <laughs> my skin is clear. Like, I just want to fast forward all the messy stuff. But if I always got what I wanted, like, I you wouldn't appreciate I'm not, it. I'm not you gonna wouldn't appreciate, appreciate it. it, and you're not gonna know how to keep it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of so like, like also your parents give you I, money versus you working for that money. Yeah. So it's like also with um when you are hating on someone else because they got something you want or whatever, they might have it, but also you have to take into account you don't know their story. Maybe they're gonna lose it. Maybe they don't know how to keep it. Maybe they just got lucky. Like you know what I mean? That's right. why you always have to stop looking at other people's plate and worry about your own. Because it's like while you're worrying about this person, like they're they're not even gonna keep what you're worried about. You know what I mean? Or even if they are, like you should be worried about yourself because if you do that, then your time will be coming. Yes, we're all, like, you know, the grass is always green on the other side. And I think sometimes growing up, like being like, I'm not rich. Um, and I think I grew up in a very affluent neighborhood. Um, and it kind of, mm -hmm. and then I went to schools where the majority or a lot of kids had money. So it kind of made me feel like I got to keep up with the Joneses, you know, that phrase. I'm like, I got to, I got to act a certain way. I can't let them know that I can't afford something um, or, you know, like, I think some people can relate to that and it sounds silly looking back, but it's, 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 um, it's a reality that I think a lot of people face, whether it's, you know, you trying to fit in, not even just about money, but you trying to fit into a space where you feel like you don't belong. And, and it's like, no, I had to take a, I had to take a moment and realize like, you don't just because, just because somebody has money or everything that Cervantes wants or everything that you want, doesn't mean that they're happy. How many times have we seen celebrities, singers, rappers, artists, entertainers that we all know and love that um, they seem to have it all, but then they have a drug overdose or they're addicted to something and then they die, you yeah. know? And it's like that, it, it's, very, it's very sad. And I think we have to, we kind of put people on a pedestal. We put celebrities in America on a pedestal and we have to, um, we have to change that. But I think my main, my whole point was just like, you can't, it brings me peace of mind now that like, I don't need to keep up. I don't need Sorry. to keep up with, no, it's okay. I don't need to keep up with um anyone, you know, and we're all imperfect. And 
just because like some and like just because I, it's kind of like you could have a lot of nice things i could have the jordans i could have the beautiful wife i could have the great job make money and everything's in line externally but i'm not happy so it's yeah. like what's if, if i don't fix what's in here which isn't going to be overnight you know it might take therapy and crying and yelling and arguing um but if i don't fix what's in here it's not i'm not gonna it's not gonna be good it's not gonna be good for me and it's gonna affect my relationship with my kids my future kids with my romantic relationships even at work maybe so yeah i that was a lot, I feel was a like, lot but yeah no, no no you're good i feel like you obviously were correct with everything you said i just wanted to add to like it's also about being grateful you have to be grateful for what you already have because what you already have is what most of people in this earth don't even have. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. let's really talk about it. Not everyone. Like, am I really, do I really, yeah. Like sometimes I victimize myself and I'm sure other people do that too. Like, oh my God, like why is this happening to me? Like, why can't I get the job? Why can't I get this? Why can't I get, and it's like, Cervantes, like you, I remember speaking to like my friend Victoria um and she i was complaining about something when we were younger and she was like sarantes you have two parents that live with you that are not in jail that are not sick um you have a younger sister you have a house you have food you have clean water it's not that serious and yeah to other people that might sound crazy because like i don't remember what the what we were talking about but, and it shouldn't it shouldn't but it, but it shouldn't because nothing she said was false. I do have it better than a lot of people. Someone's always gonna have it harder. So I can't victimize myself to the point where it's like, well, I can't do it. I, I have to give up because it's I can't let the cars that I've been dealt with like ruin define you. Yes. That's what's that you can't also let your past define you because that's literally restricting you from being the person you want to be. If you think that that's that person, like you're accepting you're agreeing that like, that's the person you are and that's just it and you can't fix it. No, if you wanna wake up a different person because you know that different person is gonna get you a different life that you want, by all means, why the hell wouldn't you do that? Because you're scared of what other people think about you? Girl, like people don't even know themselves and you think about what, you care about what they think about you. Like they don't even know themselves, but you're worried about what they think about you. Like, okay, goodbye. Yes, yes. And it's like, now it's like, it feels so good. Like I'm still working on it. We're all, we all work on our insecurities. And like, I think we're in that generation where like, we've kind of been programmed to think. To yeah, care that's exactly things. what it is. Yeah. Exactly and it's like, it nowadays, it's like, I don't, I don't need to, what am I trying to say? I, I'm not worried anymore. Like I'm trying to worry about myself and what, you know, this podcast, I'm trying to worry about this degree. I'm trying to worry about this internship. Like I cannot thrive and I cannot get where I'm trying to go. If I'm constantly worrying about what the next guy or girl or anybody thinks I'm not gonna. And that, that we see that in high school, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, we, we constantly find ourselves in drama. We constantly find ourselves in you know, like just, just predicaments where it's like, if this would have been avoided, if I just worried about myself and mind my business. <laughs> exactly. And I want to retouch on what you just said also, because with, with being grateful and shit, it's also ties into like realizing that you have to be happy for everyone else's successes as well, because that's opening up a door for you to receive successes for yourself 
too. If you're so like, if you're being envious because this person got whatever the case may be and, and you're not there yet and you feel like you're more worthy or whatever, you're not getting it because all, off the bat, you're just letting your ego take over the situation, if that ego. makes any sense. Ego. So it's like, yeah. And then something, something that I like, something that I struggle with is my ego as well. Like my business, um, my business partners, they're like, you know, your ego is not your amigo. And it's so true because it's like, the ego is literally serve is just put in our bodies for our spirits to survive. So like, I don't really know how to like really break it down to you, but I feel like that's self-explanatory. You know what I mean? Like for your spirit, your spirit, your body is the vessel for your spirit. And the ego is there placing your body so that your spirit is surviving. There was there for survival. It is not there for anything more than that. And we let it interfere in our lives so much to the point where our ego perceives, it judges and all of those extra things that it should not be doing. And that like, that at that point is like, it's not your friend. <laughs> yes, because it's like, we should be living to live as opposed to, be, uh, yes. as opposed to living to survive. We should be uplifting everybody because honestly, if our God is so abundant, why shouldn't, why would our God not like have enough successes for all of us? You know what I mean? Our God is abundant. You know, whoever you believe in the universe, God, whatever it is abundant. And whoever says, Oh, like, I believe in this. I believe in that. You can agree with me, whatever it says in your religion or whatever the case may be, it is the person is very abundant. So if they are abundant, why are you so upset that your blessings have not came to you yet? It's something that's wrong with you. You have to fix yourself in order to receive those blessings because even the fact that you're mad that someone else got those blessings before you should be proof that you should check yourself because you're not worth, like, you're not deserving, not worthy. You're not deserving yes. of those blessings yet. Yes, yes. Like, I think um, that's so true. That's so true. Like you need to learn. I always see on Instagram like those pit, like those memes where it's like learn how to cheer for your friends, learn how to applause your friends when they're succeeding. Your time will come. That's exactly what you just said. Why do you exactly feel the way that your friend got the internship and you're still waiting? It's okay. Maybe it's not your time yet. Maybe you weren't supposed to get that job. You know, perception you versus reality. Has breaking down that concept put things in a better perspective perspective for you? Okay, so yes, but ultimately, because I understand that my perception equals my reality, because your life is 90% your reaction and 10% what's happening to you. So it's like, how you perceive everything is literally becomes your reality. So like, for example, I know I keep repeating it. So I, I'm going to give you an example, because I can't really explain it any other way. Um, good. <laughs> so it's like, you wake up, and you're like, oh my God, I'm already like, I can't, today's a bad day, whatever the case. You're putting all these things in your head. You're perceiving it as a bad day. So it's gonna be a bad day. That's your reality now. So once you come into check and realize that everything you perceive becomes your reality, you can keep your thoughts in check and be like, oop, how the fuck is it gonna be a bad day? Like what about it is gonna be a bad day. Like, no, it's actually gonna be a good fucking day. Like, I'm gonna do all this shit. Like, I'm gonna do whatever, whatever. I'm gonna get this shit done. I'm gonna talk to this person. Yes. And then it's like, 
you have control of how you view the universe. You have control of how you view everything in front of you. That's why I say it's very important to not really judge because then your per- your perceptions become your reality. You know what I mean? And if that's becoming your reality, you have a negative reality and you're not going to attract anything but negativity towards you. And then you wonder why like bad things keep happening to you or like you're not moving up in life. It's because bitch, you don't even like, you're over here mad negative. You're over here all this shit and you're mad you're attracting negative shit. Like, make that make sense you're you're attracting negative people to come towards you and if you and it's not I never want to um we can't all be positive every single day 24 hours a day like I'm not we're not actors (laughs) I don't want to be an actor in that way um I want to be real and I want to be honest and you can't and like you said like I remember seeing that thing where it's like you can't control other people and what they do yes you can can control like you said how you react to it what you choose to say what you choose what you don't say so sometimes if you have to bite your tongue you know or you have to leave them on scene leave them on red and don't reply to that message Mm -hmm. because you know that it's gonna build something up then do that sometimes no reaction is the best reaction yeah say that one more time (laughs) Sometimes no reaction is the best reaction. Yes. And no response is a response. And yeah. I think sometimes, you know, I always felt, I always felt like I was a people pleaser and I need to like, like, oh, Saran is like, you free? Like, not really, but okay, I'll go. I just have to be honest and learn how to say no. And I can't control if you're going to be angry about that, but it, I, I, I can't, con- you can't continue to do things that you don't want to do. You know, mm-hmm. I have to do my homework. You know, that's something that I need to do. I have to get 120 credits, not 90, <laughs> not 80. I have to get 120 in order to graduate. So there's, some, of course, there's things in life that you have to do. You know, your responsibility as a parent, you need to take care of Joanna. You have to take care of your daughter and feed her. Those are like, it's not like a, not like you want to do it. Like you have to, like, I, that's your duty as a parent. And, you know, I think sometimes, even in my family, I feel bad saying no um because I don't want to upset my grandma or don't want to upset my parents or don't want to upset certain people but when am I going to do what I want to do for once and I think sometimes in our culture black people Latino people Caribbean it's like we have to serve our elders and serve our parents but when do we serve ourselves the thing with some some parents is like they feel like once they have a kid, it's an excuse for them to boss someone around or like they see their child as below them. No, sis, you decided to bring a life here. So it's your responsibility now to preserve that life and guide them and teach them exactly what you know and keep on learning so you can pour into them and make them better than you. And you need to realize that they're not below you because you decided to have them. They're your equals. They have feelings just like you. And it's very important, especially during your child to be a good parent because they bring that shit to them into they bring that shit into adulthood with them yes what 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 wasn't resolved in childhood is gonna come up you know and you can and yes like like we said before the cars that were dealt with so you could have had a bad childhood but that doesn't give you an excuse to treat yes exactly poorly right you should then see that as a reason to change yourself for the better and change the the narrative basically and break generational curses and continue to strive for success right because yes in some ways like 
you know, let's say if you don't grow up with a parent um, and you only grow up with one, it's like, oh, like I didn't have this parent. So that's maybe why I'm, when I become a parent, I, um, I lack in certain areas. Okay, yeah. But that doesn't give you an excuse to treat your child poorly because you only had one instead of the traditional two. You yeah. Know? Or it's like, I was beat, so I'm going to beat you. No. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, like, that kind of ties into um, limiting beliefs because it's like they actually believe they can't be better. They believe that this is what they've been served and they choose to accept that and agree that that's their reality. In a 2016 song by rapper Gucci Mane featuring rapper Drake, um, both, Drake said, the power hey. of the mind is not a joke. Man, I said I was doing hey. and I did. So basically he's, you know, manifesting, you know, what he wants in life. Um, do you believe in manifestation? Uh, definitely, like goodbye, you already know that. Um, yes. know that like basically your mind is very powerful. Exactly what I was talking about before, like perception with reality and also like limiting beliefs. If you tell yourself in your head that you can't do it, you're not gonna be able to do it because you already accepted you couldn't do it. So it's gonna be one harder for you. And two, you're probably not even gonna get it done because you already accepted that you can't do it. You can't go in life just assuming that you can't do some something just because the next person couldn't do it you know just like I said in the beginning like you are not that person so why do you think because they couldn't do it you can't you know what I mean yeah. what Drake said was basically like I said I was gonna do it you're speaking it out into existence and it got done because not only did I speak it out I did the work because I believed I could do it and I said I was gonna do it so it is done Yes, because I think it also some people think and even I thought like, oh, so if I just say something every day in the morning, like it's going to happen. No, I have to say no. it, believe it because words have power. But I also exactly. need to back up with what I'm saying with the hard mm -hmm. work, you know, yeah, what like I'm actively doing to match what I'm saying. Yeah, the universe is not going to be like, wow, they're saying I want a Lamborghini, Lamborghini time. Like, no, we all want what are you? <laughs> they're going to be like, OK, you want a Lamborghini? Let's see you work for the Lamborghini. We'll give it to you, but you got to work for it. So like, let's see. And they'll throw you tests. They'll throw you obstacles to be like, is this really what you want? Because here's this. Let's see if you really want this. Let's see if you get distracted. Like, let's just see, because they want to see if you deserve it. You're not going to get anything you don't deserve. So if you put in the work and you're constantly setting your mind to it and you're reaffirming to yourself that it's going to get done and you're working towards that shit, it is going to get done because you're doing the work, you're affirming it to the universe. They're going to give you what you deserve. Yes. Even now, like, now I am in the field that I want to be in and now I'm being tested. I'm taking very like rigorous, like advanced courses that I didn't know it was going to be this hard because of, you know, this false perception of like communications is easy and like, that's not a real major, whatever. Um, and I thought also like, oh, I like it. So it's going to be easy or I'm interested and it's going to be easy. No, just because you're doing what you love doesn't mean that it's not going to come with challenges. It's going to be Exactly. And, not, yeah. and that's why I feel like it's very important that you decide what you like and decide what you want to do for you at a young age, because you also have to realize just because you know what you want to do and just because like you enjoy doing it does not mean that it's going to come easy. It, there's just like any other thing, it's going to be hard. But the thing that's most rewarding about it is that it's something you want to do. It's something you actually care about. For it's the something next 10, so, 20, 30, 40 yeah, years. So it's like, 
you will feel so proud of yourself to know not only did you excel in something, you excelled in something you cared about and you excelled in something that you took interest in. So it's like, you're like, damn, like I really went through all these hardships. I really went through all this shit. I really changed so much and we're still doing what I love. What's up? Like, you know? Yeah, ASMR, which stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, is a tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. According to the Huffington Post, the stimuli that triggers ASMR vary from person to person, but some of the most common ones are said to include whispers, white noise, lip smacking, tapping on hard surfaces, brushing sounds, and even the sound of someone eating. So how did you- Ew, that's the mukbangs. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I wanted to ask you, how did you find out about ASMR and how has it helped you? Okay, perfect. So I started- learning about ASMR, obviously on YouTube. Um, I was, like I said previously, you know, having a hard time with anxiety and depression and stuff. And I discovered ASMR. I don't remember exactly how, but I know I watched the video and I was like, period. Like, I feel really good. Like it helps you physically and emotionally and mentally because it's like the physical feeling would be like the tingles and shit. It helps you feel good. You know what I mean? And then like um, the messages that the ASMR uh, would be relaying also help you and put your mind at ease. Like basically everything I was saying, you know what I mean? Okay. Was like, okay, this is what I need. And I'm gonna implement this into my life. Everything is okay. I should not be afraid to be myself because that's my superpower. And it's like, it's just really calming all around because it's not like you're getting someone yelling at you. It's it's really like they create a calm, serene space for you to actually feel your emotions and also like deal with them. And I feel like the way it's delivered also helps, if that makes sense. Okay, okay. Like the sound and like the rhythm of the Yeah, voice. so it's like, it's like the little, like the caring atmosphere, the, the nurturing atmosphere, the quiet, serene atmosphere, the relaxing atmosphere that is produced while making and creating ASMR is ultimately unmatched because if you pull up a regular video, emotional, uh, a motivational video, you're going to be like, oh yeah, like I'm pumped or whatever the case may be or whatever, but you're still going to feel like, damn. I feel sad or whatever. Like I need those emotions catered to. So ASMR kind of slows everything down and lets you know that taking days off is okay. Like you need to check yourself mentally a lot. And it's like, you need to remember like a lot of ASMR artists in in their videos would be like, did you drink water today? Like you don't have people a lot of the time asking you things like that. So it's like watching a video where you see other people caring for you and nurturing you is like actually very stimulating and makes you feel better and actually releases chemicals. I think it's like serotonin, the happy chemical, and it makes you emotionally better. Like it's science really. (laughs) Right. Right. And it's not just, um, it's not just for like, if I want to go to sleep, like I can watch that. No. Yeah. You could watch it to like study. You could watch it like in the middle of the day, like you can watch it for sleeping. You can watch it. Like if you're having an anxious, like before test, like they That's actually great. help a lot. That's really good. Cause I think, um, at first I was like, Oh, like, I feel like I can go to sleep. Like, I don't, I don't need that. But like you just said, it's not, um, it's not for that. It's just calming, whether it's middle of the day, maybe even right now in between classes or it's like little time. energy checkpoints to check yourself and like reground yourself right? and like a, come back in tune with your body. Yeah. Maybe even like a boost of energy that you needed. 
um, to keep keep you going. Um, I think that's good. And I know Ariana, she had a whole channel dedicated to ASMR. Do you think that yeah. you'll ever bring that back? Or do you feel like you're going to close the chapter on that? No. So I want to make, I am going to make more ASMR videos in the future. It's just like finding the time to do that. Um, I'm a little like unorganized with my life right now, but I've been taking steps to like reorganize it and stuff. Um, like I already explain to you I have a lot of things going on like I'm a crochet artist microblading like I'm working towards getting my um certificate you know um my vegan skin yeah being a mom vegan skincare hair care wellness business um what yeah. else the race she's trying to do it all wonder woman yeah and you know what like I know people are probably like oh my god oh my god oh my god like she has so much shit you can do it like why can't I do it um I once saw a quote on Instagram that read, don't argue with someone who is committed to misunderstanding you. Do you agree with that statement? Um, is it better to just be quiet and not argue sometimes? Yeah, because ultimately I feel like if you're continuously trying to get someone to see your point, you're looking for external validation when if you really believe what you're saying is true, you shouldn't really have to be going that hard to make someone else believe. You just know it's true. So why do you care so much about them not believing? Like, it's funny because that happened to me yesterday with Jacob. Jacob came up to me and he was like, oh, you wanna know what I saw today? Like I saw something that was so stupid. And he said something like that. And he was like, that reality shifting is real. And I chuckled a little bit and he was like, what happened? I was like, reality shifting is real. And he's like, oh, I don't believe it. And I was like, okay, that's your that's your decision. And he's like, yeah, but uh, why do you think it's real? And I was like, I'm not gonna sit here Right off the bat, I said this. I was like, I'm not going to sit here and converse with you about something you're so dedicated to prove me wrong about. I don't care if you think that it's true or not. I just know it's real. And I validated myself, so I don't need you to validate me. And he was just like, and then he goes, <laughs> oh, but uh, I'm not trying to argue. I'm actually curious now. Because now he knows I have the confidence in what I believe in. So he wants to know what even gave me that confidence. So now he's actually interested in what I have to say instead of like trying to look for how I'm wrong. You know and what I mean? Prove it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of that stuff too comes with confidence. You saw like the way I said it too. I was like, I don't care. I already know it's real. I don't care. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you because I don't care if you don't care. Like, I don't care if you don't think it's real. Right. I know it's real. And I don't need, I don't need you to be like, I don't believe it. I do. I don't care if you do or not. I, you know what I mean? Me yeah. believing in it is enough for me. Like, if you're interested, I told him this too. If you're genuinely interested, I'm not going to deprive you from that information. But the way you're talking to me is like, you're looking for an excuse. Like you're looking for something to be like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And right. Like, and nitpick everything. And it's like, no. Yeah. I like, do I don't care for it. Right. I know my truth. And I think I, yeah, I know my truth and I don't need you to co-sign it. I don't need you to co-sign or agree. You know, I know what this is to be true. And that's it, period. And I think sometimes you can like, I know for me sometimes, Reese, like, I just, I just got to stop arguing. I just got to, you know, not respond or just, you know, laugh it off or just be quiet. Cause I know that this person doesn't deserve my energy. It doesn't deserve my anger. It doesn't deserve yes. my frustration because it's not, it's not going to do anything for me. And that person gets validation that I'm, that I'm all riled up. You know, I, I remember a lot of times, <laughs> I remember a lot of times in high school or, um, where people would like just want to argue with me just to see me riled up and because like, they have admit, control and, like, admit of you it. at that point 
they they like having control and power over you and that's yeah, especially you already know the energy that comes off when an argument's about to happen you know when it's like they're genuinely curious or they're just trying to nitpick and be wrong like make you wrong so it's like you need to fucking understand that you you're only gonna get emotional about things that you don't believe are true for example if you're if you don't have a solid faith in god or like for example what jacob did yes if i don't had a if it, if i didn't have a solid belief that um reality shifting was true i would have definitely got so tight i would have definitely engaged in that argument because i'm just tight that i kind of believe in it but i don't have enough faith so i'm just gonna be mad and be like how can you not believe oh my god like blah blah blah, 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 blah. i believe how dare you how dare you i validated myself i don't care you right. can you can go like this all your life. I'm not. <laughs> yes. And I think that find the balance between not letting people walk over you and treating you like a doormat. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you just boundaries. Like, find the, set boundaries, set boundaries, you know, find the balance between like not arguing and proving every single point like a lawyer, but also not being treated like a doormat and you can find that balance it's easier said than done but try to find try to figure out you know like okay is this worth me do i need to defend myself in this moment or should i just let this person talk crazy and just say you know stupid stuff and not make any sense or sometimes no i do need to check this person um because they they crossed the line and our lines are different some things that affect me and anger me are not going to um, offend or anger you, Ariana. Um, and that goes for everyone. But it's like finding, you know, when do you want to pick that battle, you know? Or when do you just want to let them talk crazy? Yeah, exactly. I don't mind having the conversation about what I believe in. By all means, like, I am not the type of person to be like, um, how do you say this? I'm not a gatekeeper. I don't sit there and have all this knowledge and keep it to myself, but I'm not going to sit here and tell people that aren't willing to listen with open ears. I'm not going to waste my time and I'm not going to get emotionally involved in this conversation because you're not even ready for this conversation. So we'll just talk about it when you're ready because you're not, and you're just going to piss me off. And I'm not going to deliberately do that to myself. (laughs) No, let's have a conversation. In a 2017 interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Oscar Directors Roundtable discussion, um, Denzel Washington, uh, Oscar award-winning director and actor, when asked if he always knew if he wanted to be an actor and director, Washington said, you don't have to know at 17 what you want to do for the rest of your life. Do you think it is okay for a young person does not know their purpose yet? And where do you think the fear of the unknown that a lot of young people have comes from? Okay, so I think it's perfectly fine, but I feel like most of that stems from people pleasing at a young age. Because when you're so when you're so worried about other people, you don't even know what you like. So you're not gonna know at 17 what you like, what you wanna do and all of that shit. That's why I say like, it's very important with childhood because if you're a good parent and you support your child and guide your child towards what they want to do they have a self a sense of self at a young age so they know what they want to do at a young age but not everyone's very privileged to have that so i don't think it's really their fault because i wasn't really privileged to have that not only because of my parents i'm not trying to throw shade at them they did the best they could with what they were given it was myself too. I was looking for external forces of validation, whether it be in relationships or friendships. And then by the time I graduated and I didn't have those friends anymore, I was like, 
now what? You know what I mean? Mm. Now what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I think that that's completely fine. And then what was the second question again? Like, why? where does that come from? Yeah, the fear of the unknown that some people have when they don't know their purpose. Limiting beliefs. Okay. When, when you're constantly, when everyone's constantly saying, you can't do it, it's impossible, I couldn't do it. You're going to be like, damn, like, I can't do it then. Um, excuse me, just because fucking Brandon couldn't fucking do it doesn't mean you can't do it. You're not Brandon. Right. And that's what I mean like, by limiting beliefs. You see all these stories and you think they apply to you because it didn't work for them. You're not them, sweetie. Go fucking do it. The only, mm. you're telling yourself, no, and you didn't even fucking start. Like, you're the problem. You need to mm. fix yourself. You need to see what the problem is because that's most likely the problem. You're so worried about external forces that you're so scared to do what you want to do because you're worried about what other people have to say. And that's my problem. That's why I'm so glad I also joined the business because now I can actually realize that was my problem. I'm not perfect, like I said, but the thing is, you might not even know what's your problem, even though you know you're not perfect. So having a team with you to support you and, and motivate you and see what the problem is and be real with you would help you elevate and realize that fear is a good thing. You just have to chase that feeling because fear means you're going in the right direction. You're breaking out of your old habits and good things and new things are coming to you. Right. And I think a little, yeah, a little fear is okay, but don't let it stop you. Yes. Um, you know, like try new things. Like you never know unless you try. And that applies to everything. Walking up to that girl that you're too afraid to talk to or, you know, applying to that college or- Yes, because like, let's really talk about it. Why are you even, like, why are you even scared to talk to that girl? Because she's going to dub you? Well, you're not talking to her is basically her dubbing you. So why don't you go up there and see if she's willing to talk to you? Because the worst thing that could happen is what you already have, like, have there happening. You're not going to talk. Yes, it's, I it's forgot who said no. it, but like, yes, I forgot the who answer, said it, like, you missed The answer is always no unless you ask. And if you ask and the answer is no, it was no anyway from the beginning. So there's really no place of lack because, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. never even got to know her. You know what I mean? So if you go up to her and you're like, hey, can I get your number? She's like, no. Did anything in your, in your life really change? No, that wasn't your best friend or whatever. Like, that was just some girl. Or like, you know what I mean? You understand? Yeah, like you didn't okay. burn... You didn't burn any bridges, really. Like, it's just... not really that big of a risk when you think yeah. about it. You're just letting your limiting beliefs and your fear guide your choices. Was it a good choice? I don't really think so, because you could have just gotten a number right there. But because of your limiting beliefs and fear, you didn't even try. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, don't, yeah. I forgot who said it, but, like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So it's like, if I never tried, the answer is going to be no, like you said. If I... Uh, thank you, Kuzo, for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. This is a great conversation. What else would you like to plug? Is there anything we should look out for um, in the next couple of months or weeks? Me? Uh, my crochet drop. Yes, my when is that? Uh, it's going to be in June. I, I think I said 16th, the 16th of June. I'm going to have that. Uh, I already have my new Instagram profile up, too. Um, but I don't have any followers on it because I just kind of made it. I was thinking like I would not have my crochet stuff up on the same account that I have like a million other things on. Oh, so like so a personal figured, Instagram and then a business one. Yeah, so a business one like for my crochet. So what I'm going to do is like the ASMR channel, my Reiki, like you can book on my main page. My microblading, you can book on my main page. Um, you have a link my to vegan, in your bio, right? 
Yeah, my vegan skincare and hair care and wellness stuff you can find on my main page. The only thing you'll find on my other page is just my crochet. So like, you know, my stuff. Okay. And you can click the link in her bio to um, see the link tree that she has to all the different things that are happening right now or are going to happen. So look out June 2021 for the crochet business by Ariana Malagon. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Bye. I'm not going to be able to do that.